Hi, throw me. My name's Tom Atkins. You are listening to Horror Homeschool. Back to Horror Homeschool. I'm Chris. And I'm Ash. You're doing, Ash? I'm doing good. How are you? I am great. I am super excited to be talking about one of my favorite films of last year, Murder Size. <laughs> and I'm even more excited because we have two special guests on this episode who created that very movie. Welcome to the pod, director Angelica de Alba and writer, director Paul Raxdale. Hey, thank you for having us, guys. No problem. What's going on, thank guys? Thank you for coming. I'm nothing, you know, just uh, golf work and, you know, getting ready to do this podcast. It's our first one of the year, so we're yeah. pretty excited. Woo-hoo. We're honored. Thank you for coming on. I'm so excited to talk to you about this movie. But first of all, for the listeners, could you just introduce yourselves and tell us what you do? Sure. Uh, my name is Paul Ragsdale. I'm one half of AMP Productions. Uh, we are a filmmaking duo. Uh, we are a husband and wife team. Uh, we've been making films since uh, 2010. 2010. Yeah. Yep. And I'm Angie de Alba. Uh, met Paul in film school back in the day. And we've just been making movies ever since. That's so adorable. Awesome. <laughs> it really <laughs> is, isn't it? <laughs> Can I just say, though, Ash, don't you think Paul sounds like Field Mouse? Kind of, yeah. Sorry. Was, <laughs> friend of the pod. Like one of our friends. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Very similar voice. That's amazing. Um, but before we get talking about murder size, I just have one question to ask both of you to get to know your horror movie taste a little bit. Um, I can see your Friday 13th and Texas Chainsaw fans with the whole Jason Voorhees Leatherface homage in murder size. But in the words of Ghostface, what's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> you know uh, it, it, it's constantly changing it just kind of depends on like the mood i'm in but for like a long time now you know i've been really revisiting like kind of the fun horror movies that i would watch um so it goes back and forth between you know night of the creeps or ghoulies 2 or <laughs> yeah exactly yeah you love ghoulies too um because angie didn't grow up watching horror movies I wasn't allowed no, she wasn't allowed to. Oh, well, I... that's that's interesting <laughs> that's because that's kind of Ash's story. That's oh, yeah. kind of the a... reason why we started the podcast because, like, Ash was sheltered growing up and this was sort of my way of schooling her on horror. Okay, so that's what's going on over here. Paul's the bank of knowledge on horror and I know nothing and I am catching up on an extreme backlog of yep, <laughs> horror me films. Me too. 
<laughs> that's really that. cool that's We're, awesome i'm so happy that I, i'm not i alone. don't want to i don't want to speak for you ash but like I, I, we haven't seen those movies right that you just mentioned no i have no not. we've got to not check yet. them out Night oh the yeah Creeps. yeah is yeah, that yeah, tom you're... atkins in that Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, he's the oh, man. In that. Daddy Atkins. Okay, yes. I, we, we're big fans <laughs> of Tom Atkins on this. In fact, we have an intro with Tom Atkins. I'll put it at the start Ooh. of this episode. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but, he kills it in that. One. Ashley, are you scared of scary movies, or you just weren't allowed to watch them? Uh, no, both, but mainly. Um, so I was a pastor's kid, and so every, my whole family was really religious, and so we weren't allowed to really watch any type of movie. Other than like some even some Disney movies we weren't even allowed to watch, so that's how extreme it was. So I didn't really really get to watch a lot of horror films. Thank you, someone I could relate to because <laughs> me too. Yay! Horror, and I'm just like I'm sorry, I don't know anything. My parents, well, my mom went through her religious phase, and I couldn't even watch The Simpsons because she didn't like the nope. sassy attitude. So we were not allowed to watch. <laughs> yeah. The Simpsons were like the epitome of like. Bad bad yeah like yeah. evil going wrong that, that family was evil like they would they would talk about it like one time my parents um went away somewhere and left us with some babysitters and the babysitters watched the simpsons and me being me i snitched on them and then i got them in trouble because i was like dad we weren't allowed to watch this they made us watch it and i was all like really upset <laughs> That's so funny. I once got into trouble for watching the South Park movie at my friend's house once. Okay, well, that one's pretty bad, though. <laughs> yeah, that's that was kind of raunchy. saying don't have a cow, man. Yeah, yeah. even then. Were... It's because yeah. of the attitude. Eat bro. my shorts. Yeah, yeah eat my shorts. <laughs> that would make my mom lose her mind if she heard him say, eat my shorts. Oh, my gosh. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and see, yeah, like, I, like my household, we were you were able to watch anything. So I was watching Simpsons and Married with Children and all the oh, the bad right. stuff. <laughs> and then, you know, even though my cousins they were religious too, uh, we were still watch like the worst of the worst horror movies at their house. So I was watching Hellraiser and Night of the Demons and <laughs> Halloween so Four, awesome. Halloween Five at their house. <laughs> you know, it's kind of off limits over there. Well, even if <laughs> not off limits i was too chicken to watch any of that stuff when i was little i was like no i I was too i was terrified of everything as a kid um also my my dad even as a pastor like to scare us like traumatize us like telling us there's clowns in the closet and things are gonna come (laughs) up from underneath our bed and grab our foot he would just really mean like that (laughs) so i was terrified of everything i couldn't watch scary movies like I was telling Chris the other day about how I have, I still have a hard time watching Chucky because when I was a kid, like seeing the Chucky commercials would have like sent me into the other room, <laughs> just because dolls being are just so scary. <laughs> so did you uh, ever? Were you allowed to trick or treat on Halloween? Nope, nope. Did me not neither. trick or treat until I was twenty four years old. I remember oh, these that's so the exact sad. I'm time. so sorry for you. <laughs> Me too. What the hell? Like I missed out on everything. You guys were robbed for sure. That, that's terrible. I know. Yeah, you were robbed of a childhood. Definitely. But, yes, yeah. we Those took my different. nieces. <laughs> yeah, we took my nieces trick or treating with my parents, and I told my dad, I was like, "Man, I was like, do you ever regret not taking us trick or treating?" And he kind of looked at me with like a kind of a sad face and was like, "Yeah." He's like, "I'm sorry," and I was like, "It's all right. We can live through my nieces. It's fine." <laughs> <laughs> but oh. it was just like they're my parents are totally different now too like they uh, they know that i they that i watch horror films they know that i smoke they know that i drink they know that i do all this stuff so they don't care 
<laughs> well, Ash and Angie, like from a sheltered religious upbringing with no horror movies, how far you've come, murder size. Sorry, kind of silly and fun and mm-hmm. the elements that are kind of like over the top and a little bit cheesy 80s that's more me and all the scary death stuff that's Paul. yeah <laughs> nice yeah, i love awesome. it i love the combination it works i do too murder size this movie was released july 8th 2023 in america on hulu and august 1st 2023 here in the uk on amazon and oh. um, it is written by paul ragsdale and directed by Paul Ragsdale and Angelica de Alba. Hey, I think I know those guys. <laughs> um, synopsis is as follows. Phoebe is an obsessed fitness nerd who gets a big break on a sleazy workout video. After being ridiculed by her co-stars, Phoebe befriends mafia princess Wildchild, who teaches her how to murder her way to the top. So, first of all, I've got to ask, who came up with the name Murder Size? That is genius. You know... Uh, it's something that because uh, murder size. I mean, I did. I usually come up with the stupid, uh, bad titles, like Slasher, <laughs> or our previous movie, uh, murder size. Because I always wanted to do like a workout, you know, horror movie, and I actually um, wrote this fake TV show called All Night Long that we used on Streets of Vengeance and Cinco de Mile, and I had planned to use that in another movie. And the host was working on a movie, and I just wanted to make up some name, so I just put murder size. And I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds funny, you know, like a horror workout movie, not really thinking we were going to make it into a real movie. And then eventually he was like, well, why don't I just use that name and just, we'll just turn that into a real movie, since I never got to shoot that little segment, that little TV segment, and no one's ever heard it, so... Murder size it was. I like how Chris says it though. He says murder, murder size. How do you say it? <laughs> sounds better when he says murder size. <laughs> Everything sounds better when he says it. I know it sounds so much more fancy, like mafia princess. Yes, it sounds way better. Way better. I am also super excited for your upcoming movie, Only Fangs. Oh, yes. I mean, oh that goodness. is another fucking genius name and premise. <laughs> that is so um, great. You know, I they should have a website called that just specifically for, like, weird, freaky people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly, yeah, oh that's exactly what, they're, what we're doing. I love it. Uh, There's actually a, a comic book series that has a similar premise called Dark Fang. And oh. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but check it out if you can. It's a fantastic book. Oh. Um, but... Tell us a little bit more about OnlyFangs. Um, where are you up to with that? When can we expect it to drop? And I know Jessa Flux is in it, so I'm super excited about that. Yeah, well, actually, we we're very we're, like we're in the beginning yeah, we're stages right for sure. Uh, we haven't officially announced the cast. Uh, we've talked to people, you know, and uh, yeah, we're still eyes on certain people for sure yeah and and i have had private conversations with a few people and like you know got some confirmations we haven't announced it yet so we're in the really early stages right now we're planning a campaign a, a, a fundraising campaign on indiegogo um sometime in the next few months and then also within the next few months we'll be making announcements and within the next few months you know we'll be doing all the pre-production but right now it's still very very early um, but the script has been done for quite a while. Um, we started talking to a few people on the set of Murder Size about Only Fangs because they were asking, oh, what are you going to do next? And so we told them Only Fangs. They're like, oh, 
I want in. They didn't even know what this was about. <laughs> yeah, just the name. Yeah. I want it. Like, yes. I love it. I it's cannot awesome. wait. Yeah, we definitely, yeah, yeah, we were really excited. I've yeah. actually come up with a great, like, lame name for a, a Michael Myers porno. Do you want to hear it? Are you ready for this? Yes, of course. Porno. Yes. Porno. <laughs> porno. <laughs> right. I need to hear this. Halloween, the night he came. <laughs> No, I love that. How about that? Hello. And that is that is trademark registered horror homeschool production. It's <laughs> right there. So, well, are you gonna Everyone go and there, uh, right? make that now, Chris? Hmm? Well, are you gonna, are you I do be... have a Michael Myers mask right here. So, there you go. just say, so. yeah, um, you're already ready to go. Anyway, enough of my rubbish. Let's get talking into <laughs> about the movie. So, me and Ash will just do a little bit on what we thought about it, uh, run through some highlights. Um, then we'll get into asking you about your involvement with the movie and you can maybe tell us some cool stories and trivia. Um, so our relationship with this movie and initial thoughts. Uh, can I go first, Ash? Because uh, yeah, this can. is a bit of a long story, so bear with me. But it's cool because usually I know all the movies that are coming out already. I'm usually pretty clued up for the horror movie release schedule for the year. Uh, but with Murder Size, it was actually something that was recommended to me. Uh, so I was working away in Greece last summer. I was there for three months. Uh, whilst I was working there, a Michelin star chef called Michael Manny, shout out Michael, um, we instantly hit it off when we met. So I picked him up from the airport. He'd flown all the way in from Turkey, where he now lives, but he's originally from Boston. Uh, the first thing I noticed about this guy was that he was covered in horror tattoos. I saw portraits of Michael Myers, Leatherface, and I was like, yep, this is the guy that's going to be my friend. <laughs> so we got chatting and we instantly hit it off. Um, over time, we realized that we're exactly into the same kind of horror, kind of like, you know, pervy horror guys. We like trashy 80s slashes, TNA, fucked up shit, lots of violence. And one day he says to me, oh, there's this film coming out called Murder Size. It looks amazing. There's babes in it. It's an 80s B-movie slasher. It's coming out soon. And I was like, okay, I have to check this out. So when I got home, I eventually got around to checking it out. And man, I loved it. I had a blast. Um, it, was so, it was so good. Uh, Jessa Flux and Kansas Bowling, they really shine here. They're the highlights for me. I want to talk about them later on, but this entire movie is just so much fun. It's just the kind of mindless, violent, sexy viewing that you need to escape from life. Just yes. turn your brain off and enjoy. And I loved how much of a love letter it was to like 80s B-movie slashes. And it just nailed that perfect balance of like satire and spoof. Um, I just thought it was really well observed and it felt like a genuine 80s movie, like right down to the acting and the pacing as well. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was funny, gory and just so fucking entertaining. Like what what more could you want? Bravo, guys. And right. I've been recommending it to everyone that I know who likes that kind of thing. And all of them have loved it um, and thank me for the recommendation. Um but yeah, I wanted to cover it on the pod uh, because I wanted it to have a bit more exposure. Um, it deserves to be bigger than it is, even though it's got a great response. But I want everyone to watch this movie. Everyone oh, should check this out. <laughs> <so> <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, that, yeah. That was, that was awesome to hear that, you know, 
it feels like a real 80s movie like you said like the pacing and the clothes and the style and all that that's great that's like the one of the greatest compliments you know we can get from a real movie fan so yeah so you guys are talking about this in greece yeah yeah well i, I went away there to work and um yeah just ran into that dude who was super into horror and he recommended it to me I think wow. I don't know if he supported you on the campaign, but I don't know if he saw the trailer. I'm not sure how he knew about it, but he wow. was just like, "Dude, I know you're gonna love this because that's amazing." Yeah. So, so wow. that's, that's my little story cool. behind getting exposed to murder size. Yeah, um, dude, that's, that's nice. <laughs> Ash, what about you? I mean, you obviously purely watch this for the pod, right? Like, you're <laughs> yes. not the biggest B movie fan. And honestly, I, say... I, I was I was worried about this one because I know that this really <laughs> isn't your thing. <laughs> so, OK, let me I can say like, OK, so I watched it on Tubi, which Americans have Tubi. If you don't have to if you haven't looked at the horror section on Tubi, you're missing out because there's so much goodness on there. Yep. Anyways, um, so I watched it on Tubi. Which I was really excited that it was on there because, like I said, there's a lot of good horror on there. Um, so I was a little hesitant because me and Chris don't always see eye to eye to, on horror films. <laughs> but um, within, like, literally the first minute? few seconds. Of, <laughs> literally of the, the first film, minute. Uh, <laughs> Two things you know, happened in the first minute. And it's not because, you know, there was a very beautiful chick in the in the beginning, but it was, like, the music and the camera work and i was like okay i was like this this is really all right this is actually you know seems really awesome and i just as i watched it i was like oh my gosh this is so great and i was having such a hard time not texting chris about it because i really wanted to talk to him about it yesterday but um yes i finished it and i was just like i loved it and then all day i've been thinking about it so i was like okay so I really, really loved it because I'm so I don't glad that you loved always... it. I, I was, yeah, I, I was worried about this, like, and as, and as well, like, because of like the, the sexiness of it and stuff like that. I, I'm not, I wasn't sure how well it'd go down. With you. <laughs> well, here's, I just, I also felt like it was very 80s. Like I felt that vibe at some points in the film. I forgot that it was. A modern day yeah like, yeah, I was saying, other yeah. you know like I know that the girls had like you know eyelashes and I know that's popular now but even in my head I was just like okay like everything just looked so good and the fucking music just oh that's ooh. the first highlight I want to touch on <laughs> should we go into highlights so that music like totally nailed the 80s slasher vibe who did the score for this oh man yeah we were lucky enough to have um a real good friend he's in, actually in uh, New York uh, the grind theory he did a majority of the music mm -hmm. the bulk of it uh we did have a for quite a few musicians on this on this movie um more than the normal um like the guy that did the very very first song that opens up the movie marvin maddox uh he did he did one song and that was the song where the girl's working out and then she you know takes a shower on stuff and then like um great scene music, <laughs> yeah great, great scene. scene and then the scene <laughs> that comes right after that where the girls are doing the aerobics uh, that's from Giovanni. I believe he's in the Netherlands. I want to say somewhere out oh. there in Europe. And then, um, yeah, and then the, the like the rest of it um, is like other people. We had like a, a metal guitarist. He did like the song where the girl's oh. driving in her '69 uh, Rivera, and she's, uh, I you know, love that scene. <laughs> yeah, that was by a guy. He's in yeah, in Oakland. He's a friend of ours too, Costa. 
Um, so yeah, those are those are three guys. And then I think we had maybe another oh Vestron Vulture did one. You might have done one, one or two songs. Vestron Vulture, he's an amazing artist too. He's from Mexico and he did a majority of our uh, soundtracks like Streets of Vengeance, Last Rap Party. But for this one, uh, like I said, the grind theory, he did the most. He did like the song that's with uh, Ginger Lynn and the film director when they're having their love scene. And then the music when the girl's doing like the little flash dance. And then um, at the very end, we have Total Wolf. And they're oh, from Canada. I they love that song. song. Yes. So heard, good. The, the title song. One of the greatest songs I've ever heard. Like when they <laughs> yeah. made that song, I was like, holy shit. These guys nailed it. Let's and so happy is it for the end. Yeah. And they um, use that clip as well with um yes. what's what's the name of the character? The Mafia Princess. Um oh, yeah, with, yeah. with her talking over it. It just like works so well. I love that song. Yeah. Is it on Spotify? Uh yes. Yeah. Total Wolf is on Spotify, oh. so you can check out the Get track. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We need like we need a CD of that soundtrack. Like so <laughs> good. Yeah, man. You know, cool. A few people have asked us, and we're like, you know, if the guys want to do it, all the composers want to do it, you know, we're down. I'll put it up. That'd out. be so awesome. Um yeah. Yeah, because, like, I just, that's probably one of my favorite vibes in the entire world is, like, an 80s, it, it almost had, like, an 80s noir to it, I guess, almost. Like, I don't know, with the bright colors and then the dull colors and everything to it. Just mm. Well, you, you're nailing, I'm, like, my next highlight, I, <laughs> cinematography. Like, the lighting in this, <laughs> the lighting in this was so good. Like, the colors are so great. Again, nailed the 80s aesthetic. It just looked so good. Oh, yeah, you Where shoot you a, a light through Venetian blinds. Oh, yeah, you're, you're set. <laughs> oh, yeah, the costume's great. I need oh, to know, because, yeah. like, 90% of the, like, leotards and leggings, I was like, man, I need that. That would be fun <laughs> to work out in. <laughs> oh, I love yes. that. The costuming is just a, such a huge part of this film in particular. Um, that's pretty much my department. And oh, I beautiful. get to shop for every single person. All the girls, the guys, their backup clothes, uh, down to their socks and shoes were provided. So, yep. fucking uh, love it. <laughs> where where did you get them from? Was it like um like secondhand or? Uh, it's like from all over the place. So uh, some of it is legit vintage from the eighties, but some of it is very modern. Just uh, websites. Uh, I try to shop like small artists if I can. Local, mm -hmm. um, if local if possible. If not, small shop online um and then you know last resort is big mega places like amazon or something like that i found a few things on ebay like i found all their shoes all their um all their um i guess what do you call them not british knights what are they the reeboks Reebok. found all the mm -hmm. reeboks on ebay and yeah, found, like, so cool on ebay yeah vintage laundry that's for jess's fake movie scene and... oh i loved that scene <laughs> so much i loved that part so much oh yeah, my yeah. god <laughs> such a great job with the wardrobe we're constantly getting you know remarks about it and it's so crazy somebody well not somebody but like some company from china they did a cosplay recreation of jessa's character and kansas's character oh, so you wow. can buy their costumes as a set i guess from <laughs> some company on ebay and there are a few other sites but someone decided to do cosplay for those two characters yeah so i love sick. it that's so cool that must be such an amazing feeling to have people cosplay it's, your characters 
trippy. It's so weird. I don't know who wants to do it, but I'm definitely <laughs> flattered. Oh my god. I, I'm like, I'm Googling it. <laughs> you yeah, it's on there. Yeah, you'll find it. You'll I'm find like, it. Oh, don't bother with them. I'll give you the links. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you where I got stuff. <laughs> yeah, because I I that, I loved all of the costumes and I loved the makeup. Like I'm, mm. I like wearing extreme makeup sometimes, mm. especially the blue eyeshadow with those really nice sharp eyebrows oh, and the sharp so eyeliner. Cool. Ugh, I was like, all right, I was like studying her face. I'm like, how do I do that? <laughs> yeah, I love that look. That was so cool. I figured you would love that look too. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's probably the one that Chris loves the most because she was she was gorgeous. Yeah, they all like. Okay, that was one of my main questions. Is where did you find all these like stunning people? Like they were all so beautiful. I was like, I can't watch this movie. There's just too many beautiful things to look at. I'm like, sit. I'm like, what? I don't know what to do. Yeah. Well, the good thing to know is that they're all so nice in person too, because you just never know oh, if they're really cool in person or if they're a little something else but we got really lucky um everybody on this cast was so nice they became friends so quickly a lot of them knew each other already because a lot of them are from around here where we live and we have worked on projects previous projects together so returning cast is like uh, the mafia princess she's one of our close friends from around here nina uh nina and she looks uh, like amy winehouse she does yeah she, she gets that sometimes she, I love her to death. She's like yeah. such a good. She's friend. our yeah. true. Uh, yeah, she is her. my home. She girl. was, she was great. I loved her in it. You know what I like? I I noticed too, in in my opinion, at least, like you could tell that they were all friendly. Like you, like sometimes in movies, especially in like B movies, you can kind of the chemistry of people around them doesn't like mix very well i guess but i felt like everybody had really good chemistry on this one and and it felt um pretty solid and like everybody was actually enjoying every moment of making the movie yeah, yeah and then that is true that's very true and we do pride ourselves on that like trying to build like a nice group and a really nice space or environment where everyone can just kind of chill and you know, there's no like jealousy or you know, hate. We don't no, no kind of hating on each other or nothing like that. No, like, no one's trying to bump each yeah. other off to be cover girl. Exactly, no. exactly. <laughs> Thankfully, um, the people some people we worked with for the first time, so you know, you never know what 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 the people are going to be like when you meet in person. Mm -hmm. But we had previous conversations on, online and on the phone, so you get a feel for it. But it's still not 100 percent until you meet them in person, and we just got lucky that. Everybody was super sweet, kind, generous. Something that we, you know, have as a high expectation on our set, even though we're just little independents, is still for people to treat each other with respect and kindness and generosity. So that's kind of established from the get. But uh, we don't really have to, you know, put our foot down about it because no. everyone was already so nice as it, as it was. So that worked mm -hmm. out. And we try to encourage uh, an environment where people can feel really silly. And we yeah. encourage people to just, like, go for it like uh just let it all just if it feels stupid then you're doing it right so, <laughs> yeah and I, I could you could definitely definitely tell that like you could definitely tell that everybody felt comfortable you know especially like the scene with her showing her fake movie i was just especially <laughs> the part where she's like getting stabbed and you, there's like no marks until like they turn it back on and then you see all the blood i was like that is awesome and i just love how like everybody was just so serious about watching that that part and they're like oh my god this is so great it's so great i just love that scene it was so good yeah. 
yeah I've, i want to get into that scene in a bit when we talk about favorite scenes oh, sorry, sorry but, i'm jumping ahead no <laughs> no it's cool and uh, the next highlight i want to talk about is how funny this movie is mm. like ash you know i'm not the biggest fan of comedy mm-hmm. especially horror comedies but it's, it's heartbreaking almost guys but... like it but, um, pains I, me because I want to tell him about funny movies and he won't watch them. <laughs> but I love love the comedy in this so much. Like this movie makes me laugh so hard that it hurts. And believe me, <laughs> that is a high compliment coming from me because I don't laugh at movies. Wow. <laughs> so, that is uh, that is a high compliment coming from him too. Um, because he does not, and it makes me mad. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> I watched this movie twice in a row tonight, and every time I belly ache laugh. It's just so fucking funny. I, I love it. I found just... myself rewinding it so I could watch certain parts again, and I don't oh, really yeah, tend so to do that, that <laughs> unless I'm oh. not paying attention. Then I'll rewind it. But at that point, I was like, "Wait a second, can I see that?" <laughs> I was like, "I'm gonna watch that again." That's fine. <laughs> yeah, the, that's the greatest compliment we can get is, for sure. Rewatches. Yeah. Yes, that's how. Oh yeah. 100% going to be on my rewatch list. going to be one of oh, my, yeah. like, oh, I need to clean the house. Okay, I'm going to put this on the background. I'm going to stand and watch it for a minute. I'm going to have it playing loud so I could hear all the screams and the music <laughs> and the, <laughs> the stuff that, about yeah. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> 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 yeah. Which was one of my highlights because I was like, that is, that's perfect that she was in that environment. Like, it just spoke to my conservative Christian soul, like, growing up in that era. But... Kind of based on me, so that's, yeah, that makes sense. Ah, that does yeah, make I, sense. I, I take a little bit of elements from Angie's character and put it into from, Phoebe from my childhood because I was like goody shoes, uh, goody two shoes. I right? was yeah. too, like, I, yeah, I was too. Maybe not, I probably wasn't like Ronald Reagan level <laughs> of goody two shoes, but I definitely was like, oh no, they're doing something bad. I need to go tattle. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, I like, was snitched. <laughs> Yeah, an extreme, exaggerated version of, like, the goody two-shoe Girl Scout that I was as a kid. Yeah, and, you know, just wanting to, like, you know, come on, guys, you know, like, being yeah, a leader and, like, mm-hmm. you know, everyone mm-hmm. do stuff. Everyone just yep. throwing stuff and junk and garbage at her. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I was definitely a buzzkill at some wild events. And I could see, yeah. <laughs> Me <and> too. <laughs> in a different world, you could become a chainsaw-wielding maniac. Yeah, if no one yeah, listens to what you're telling them what to do. I mean, you get all that pent-up aggression and all that stuff from that lifestyle, and you're like, you know what? I got to kill my way to the top. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, especially under a bad influence. (laughs) I I love, I just love the script in this movie. It's so sharp. Like, there's genuinely witty dialogue. And honestly, it's genuinely funnier and better than the last few marvel movies i've seen and oh my god i'm i'm honestly <laughs> i'm not just saying that to quilt your ass paul like i genuinely believe to that. what what did you just say <laughs> i didn't Krull understand what that. you said i was like i don't know what you said <laughs> I, I, okay. I, I pre- <laughs> yeah no i appreciate that i i a few people have said that too yeah i watched you know so-and-so movie and you know, I didn't like it, but I watched Murder Size like six times. So I'm like, all right, man, I appreciate that. That's like, like I said, the highest compliment you can get that someone had fun watching your movie. It's that's that's what we're, in. yeah, that's what we're aiming for. So thank you so yeah. much. For can I uh, say who's my favorite person that had the best dialogue, in my opinion? <laughs> yes. <laughs> who do you think, Chris? Can you guess oh, who I can say? It's obviously Candy, obviously. No, it's Chuck. <laughs> oh, I Chuck, of course. I'll just skip to the who my favorite person is. Him. I was obsessed with him. 
the yeah. scene where he is like, I'll jump in. And then he like walks in and he's wearing a leaf. I died at that point. Like, oh, man. That's, that's, a- that's one of the scenes that I may or may not have rewinded it to watch again. <laughs> You know, it's funny about Chuck as well. Like I was I was watching it and Abby walked in at one point and he's he's wearing his outfit, you know, with the crop top and the Daisy Dukes and oh, yeah, that, fingerless that's gloves, the bandana. <laughs> and she just looks at me and she's like, Can you wear a top like that? <laughs> I was like, I guess. <laughs> Chris, if you wear a crop top, please bless the world. <laughs> I love to see that. Now do the it. Chuck yeah. cosplay. Yeah, Chuck cosplay. Oh, oh my god, yes. And you gotta get the cosplay. fanny pack. Yeah. Okay, what, do you, what do you guys call it? What do you guys call fanny packs? We call them bum bags. Bum bags, that's right. Bum, bum bag? <laughs> bum bag, yeah. Oh, that is Whoa. pretty close. <laughs> yeah. See, that sounds even more fancy too. <laughs> <laughs> a bum bag. Uh, bum yeah, bag. I've got a I've got to grow my beard long again to do that though, so that's a that's a work in progress. I'll do it. I'll do it for the Chuck cosplay. You want me to get you some beard extensions? You can get like yeah. a, a a beard wig. Do they have like oh a yeah bu- a wig? That, should, a that should be included in the wig. Chuck in the Chuck cosplay. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, he was he was amazing. Especially like I said, him and his leotard too. I was just like, yes, this is great because he just came out there so confident and just so <laughs> like. I am going to get this part. And I was like, please give him that part. <laughs> <laughs> Make him cover girl. <laughs> Make him the cover girl. <laughs> we'll, we'll make it on him. No, yeah, Drew. Yes. Yeah, Drew is a definitely <laughs> fan favorite. Um, people always talk to us about Drew Marvick and, and his portrayal of Chuck. And uh, <laughs> even when we watch it, like with the live audience, like whenever he's on screen, people just cheer and clap oh, yeah. whenever oh, he's He's there, fantastic so. in the way that yeah. he just like, just swoons over all the women and he's just like yes i'll get you whatever you it's want so funny. <laughs> i'm like so funny, honestly chuck i feel you i would probably be the exact same way be like oh you yeah. want a drink oh you want me to go to the store and get you a drink okay i'm on my way <laughs> yeah we are all chuck in that scene most definitely <laughs> oh yeah especially around jessa flugs oh yeah um, so yes. that's what i love about chuck uh, what makes him so endearing and i think he's just so helpful i mean he's always trying to help people whether it's a light or burning down the studio, scaring <laughs> I away, whatever. I think it just makes him so endearing. At least that, that's what I liked about him so much. I love that. He's, he's such a likable, likable <laughs> character. And just a great performance from Drew as well. Like, I love that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, just the fact that them. he, the fact he's like, I'm going to put a hockey mask and get a chainsaw and scare the cops <laughs> off. And I was like, <laughs> that's, that's a dumb idea, but it's so great. I love it. <laughs> It's partial performance and partial. That's how Drew really is in real yeah. life. Oh, don't tell He's me so... that. I'm gonna fall in love with him. <laughs> We're all in love with him. Oh I, yeah. My mom's so great. Crush on him. It's not even funny. No, I'm everyone... like in, in love with He's... all of the cast. Like I yeah. was just like, he they were all so stunning. Witty in real life. He is so clever and so funny. He had everybody laughing constantly when we're in between takes. I mean, he is such a fast wit and yeah, so uh, sweet and kind and generous, all the things. So. Dude, yeah, and his energy level is so important for a film set, and it's always up. He's never low. He's never down. That scene you're talking about where he comes out in the leotard, like that's his own leotard. He brought that. With him. <laughs> <laughs> and 
he was like, oh, it's not in the script, but I figured we could use it. And I was like, yeah, maybe we should have a little scene where Chuck puts it on. It's like, okay, okay, yeah. And then we saved it to like the very, very end of the night. It was very, very late, like two in the morning. And we're like, oh, we should probably, should we do that real quick? He's like, yeah, okay. So we did the little scene where he's, you know, behind the door. Okay, go behind it. We'll just cut and then put your clothes on and then come out. Like you just change like in a second or whatever. And he comes um, out, does it. I love it. that editing, by the way. It's yeah, so it was so yeah, I was afraid it'd be too goofy, but people liked it. So I'm glad it's been nothing but positive oh, no. feedback because we're a little delirious I, at two I in the didn't, morning. Like, I literally funny? didn't I expect it. Like, yeah. I did not expect <laughs> it so at all because I was just in there and I was like, okay, cool. And he's like looking through the mirror and he's like, hey, I can do it. And I was like, all right, he's just going to go in there and be in his own outfit that he's wearing right now. And then just mm. switches. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was late, so we were just, like, coming up with any weird ideas. All right, uh, this is the, be Those are the times, that's the time whenever you get the weird ideas. Yeah, like, that's exactly. when you, like, get the good, good weird ideas. Yeah, we're, like, tired, it's late, hungry. And then, yeah, he did that whole little dance. That was, like, the last shot of the night. And, like I said, he's his energy is just always up. <laughs> and that's what we appreciate about him a lot, that he's just always ready, ready to go, ready yeah. to do whatever you, we, we want him to do. Yep. I love it. I, I saw him in um, Triple Xmas as well, playing a murderous Santa, and my God, like he crushed that. What? He's in that movie? Oh, I'm gonna have to watch it. Oh, you yeah. gotta watch. I didn't, I didn't know. Xmas. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, and Jessica Flux. Too. Yes, yes. Okay. It, it's so good, but like he. You already next... told me, but you sold me twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next to David Harbour in Violent Night, he's like my favorite murderous Santa. He's so oh, fucking. My... That's high praise. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love that scene as well where he's like talking about his fingerless gloves and he's like, oh, that's so good. You can shred guitar and wrap cable. <laughs> Great. So good. No, yeah. Drew's the man. Drew's the man. We love him. And all those like inside jokes like about the, the union and stuff like that. That's got to be some sort of inside in indie movie maker joke, right? You know, that was just uh, just me thinking, what could this guy be obsessed with? And I think I watched <laughs> that is a good one. So I, I watched the, the making of uh, From Dust Till Dawn. There's a there's a making of called um, Full Tilt Boogie, which is really good. And it's about like all the grips and stuff and like the gaffers. And you get to see like what they do. And I just kind of took inspiration from those guys because they're always talking about union and union dues and stuff like that. I was like, all right, let me just put that into this guy. I figured that's what you know, a gaffer would be interested in and he wants to break in to the industry. So that's why he can't look at, you know, Jess's breasts on, on in real life because he can't go around sleeping with actresses because yeah. he'll get a bad reputation. Oh my God, that scene made me laugh so hard too but when she's just like I, screaming at I've, I've got to, I, I really want to get into that scene, but before we, <laughs> okay, get, let's get, into before we get into favorite scenes, I've just got to ask, um, Drew's mask is, is Jason Voorhees' mask. Where, where is that from? I need that mask. Is that his own mask or...? He brought that with him. Yeah. I asked him, he was about to leave. Like, hey, man, you don't happen to have like a hockey mask, do you? And he's like, oh, I'll pack one in my, my suitcase. <laughs> like, all right, thanks. <laughs> he's like, all right, I've, I've, got, a, I've got to slide into his DMs and find out where that's from because I'm a big Friday the 13th oh. fan and I collect the masks and stuff. And I was like, I, I need that one. I need to kill two birds with one stone. Got murder size merch if I get that. Let's get into our favorite scenes then. I mean, we touched on it earlier. Um, my favorite scene it, it's got to be the candy kill like and the moments before that the whole <laughs> look at my tits like fucking hell that that scene absolutely kills me every time it's got to be 
one of the most unhinged, hilarious and crazy scenes in recent horror memory. It's just fantastic. I just love I it. I love it. It's so great. Like, it has me howling. And she's just, just she, she does such going. a good job. I know she she just holds it so well. I'm just sitting there. I was like, oh my God, somebody just look at her tits already. <laughs> she's so angry. She just needs somebody to do it. <laughs> There's so many fantastic lines in that scene. Like, you know, I want to shame my party hats. And then she's like, Ew, are you rejecting me? Have you seen my tits? <laughs> and then then Chuck's like, you know what else is plump? The union checks. Yeah. <laughs> that one almost made me crack. I, yes. I, I remember we were, I was behind the camera watching that when you said the plump union paychecks. Oh, we almost lost <laughs> it. Yeah, I almost lost it. I, was like, oh, so, I would so have lost good. it. If, I wouldn't have been, I, if I was her, I would have lost it in that moment. I would have never been able to hold know. in my laughter. How <laughs> either Ooh. of them like, it without like cracking I know. Up. but they went off but um a lot of it was written so that that scene is scripted but we like to give actors the freedom so if they're in the moment and they're feeling something and they're down to play then uh, we let them just keep going and those two have the improv chops so they did what was scripted and then they just went off and started adding all kinds of crazy ass stuff. And yeah. uh, we were just like, Oh my God, just, we wanted to make the scene like 20 minutes. Cause they kept <laughs> going. You guys need to uh, post like, uh, do a uncut version where we could just see all the other goofiness. <laughs> yeah, I, I do have, um, like behind, we did a behind the scenes, a uh, little featurette on the Blu-ray. And if you watch that, there's behind the scenes of that. Ooh, scene. It's like, you know, a lot of their retakes and like when Kansas comes in there and they start busting up laughing. Uh, the good, the cool thing about that scene is that we, when we picked them up from the airport, we brought them to the hotel and we rehearsed that scene. And that's in that rehearsal. That's where they came up with a lot of the stuff. Like, you know, Jessa would just go off describing her breasts, how they're milky white and plump <laughs> and stuff like that. So she was doing that in the rehearsal and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, my no, God, I would have been dying of laughter. Yeah, it was good. I think that that footage is in the making of too of them just rehearsing uh, the scene, yeah. and so that's where they kind of worked it out. And then when we actually shot the scene, we're like, "Yeah, just go." And then you know, it went. The first take was good, but we're like, "No, just keep going." Like you, you really, really wanted to get him to look at your breasts and get really, really angry when he doesn't. And both of them, they just like you know, committed. Pref- yeah, committed. They understood the assignment, as they say. Like they just went overboard and then Jessa would even went above and beyond like how crazy she gets like like she knew that she had to get really buck wild for, yeah, for this just, so... just the way she's screaming yeah. just look at my tits you fucking dummy <laughs> you know who, who I think would like this movie Chris who? I like La- Lana Del Rey would like this movie I feel it's a think? very it's a very Lana Del Rey vibed kind of movie. Really, I, mean, I didn't I didn't get that. I mean, <laughs> uh, she has a a song that says she wants to fuck her way to the top. You don't think oh, she would kill okay. her way to the top? All right, yeah, I get you. <laughs> but I mean that that scene it's just it's a it's amazing. It's such a highlight in this movie. And that other quote as well: horror movies make me horny. Like yeah. we need to get that on a t-shirt. Oh, I think. Yeah. We, we've got to put that line on one of our horror homeschool t-shirts Ash, <laughs> i think but i want murder size merch like is there any murder size merch i want an awesome video production shirt like freddie wears oh yeah that's I, was great wondering, oh, my gosh. I was wondering if anyone wanted those uh we do have murder size t-shirts um we have them uh going through uh fast custom tees 
I think order there. I can send you the link if you want to get yes, one. It's please. Just, they're really cool. Oh, hell yeah. Um, right now we have like, you know, posters and like postcards and uh, you know, the Blu-ray DVD, of course. And I've uh, got to get the Blu-ray, but I don't think I'll be able to get one over here. Uh, yeah, I, I've sent uh, quite a few overseas. Oh, sweet. I'm going to have to look into that for sure. I yeah, probably won't be able to play it. Is it universal, do you know? It's a uh, region free. Oh, so sweet. Be able to, yeah, I've sold Blu-rays to, uh, yeah, all over Europe. Uh, even Australia too, you know, a lot, a lot of places like amazing. Uh, yeah, so it just we're on Etsy. Um, again, I can I can send you the link for that, and uh, yeah, you can see all of our merch in our store. Oh, sweet. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm gonna be broke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that... I did want to make an awesome video shirt though, but I was like, nobody's gonna this. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great because like it remind. I mean, obviously, it reminds me of when video stores or video rental stores existed, but yes. I almost worked at one before the industry went under and I was so excited and then it closed and I was like, oh, dang it. But I always wanted to work at a video store. <laughs> so yeah. I think it would be cool to have one of those. We try to make like the most generic shirt we could think of, like the most generic mm-hmm. logo we could think of. So we're like, awesome video. <laughs> and just a star on it. <laughs> so yeah. It's the most generic. It's uh, great I'm trying, I'm trying to find like a vintage like like you were talking about like you know the rental stores had their own video or their own t-shirts i was trying to find some vintage ones but they're either really expensive or just didn't have the right look but that's exactly what we're going so for. we just made our own yeah <laughs> I, I love, love the fact as well that like the transfer sticker and yes it, oh, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> so i was looking at the whole time like that's that's just a sticker on that and then the fact that it gets ripped off later on like, I was like oh, that's great i love it i like that too but go, going back to that scene though it's so great and it's such a twist as well that candy was the first kill by the opening one she totally did like a drew barrymore in scream like the cover girl you think she's going to be the final girl mm-hmm. and it's like a shark and then kansas bowling steps in as the highlight for the rest of the movie like as she descends into madness, which is just so fun to watch. Before we talk about Kansas Bowling, though, I want to go back to Jessa Flux. Another favorite scene of mine, we touched on it earlier, is where Candy puts on the horror movie she's in for everyone to watch. So great. Um, the co-ed butcher. And yeah. it's so funny. Like, her reactions while she's watching that are so funny. And her performance in the fake movie itself is just perfect like and when she's talking about blowing up the toilet and making yeah. all the fart noise like, it's so fucking great like cracks me up every I time i did not expect that either because whenever she got back to the phone i was like i think i had walked away from the tv for a second and she said something about blowing it up and i said what i was like what did she just say <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's another scene that it was written. You know, obviously she's talking about you know taking a dump and stuff, and as a, being like sexy. And that's another one where I just told Jess, okay, just just go crazy. So she's just making fart noises oh and just adding god. a bunch of like, oh my god, it's everywhere. You know, that. <laughs> that's and that's so another scene that went on for a long funny. time. We have like the footage, and it's it's all funny. Oh I love it. Next up, let's talk about our favorite kill. Um, I mean, for me, it's pretty obvious. It's got to be the chainsaw kill. Absolutely. Oh, that's, that's mine, too. Chef's yeah, that kiss. was like beautiful. The oh, practical effects when the music kicks in. It's just so fucking sick. Love that song by Total Wolf. It's such yes. a brilliant scene. And her little smile at the end when she's covered in blood. I just love it so <laughs> much. That guy was like the ultimate creep. Yes. You know, you look up creep in the dictionary, and that guy is right there with his. Oh. 
the only the only like real part that kind of made me a little cringe was just the part where he's like i like women younger than you or whatever and i was like (laughs) that's you know what that's so funny you're like one of the first ones really pick up on that and I, I mean, the actor picked up on it. He's like, oh, should I actually say that? Like, yeah, you're a bad guy. So I don't want to be that bad of a guy. Like, no, you're, you're a bad, bad guy, okay? You're going to get it. In the He's like, I'm fine with murdering people. He's yes. like, but this, yeah, like that part, I was just like, oh, ye- you. Well, you want him to die even more. Exactly. It's adding to exactly. It. And then so and whenever he, she's killing him, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. he just dies in the most brutal way. And it's so great. Like when those fingers get chopped off and the song Beautiful. kicks in. I love it. Yeah. Oh, it's such a fucking great kill. That finger what? scene was pretty cool. Like that was, that was a good scene because I was like looking yeah. at it and I was like, oh, oh gross. Yeah. <laughs> those fingers. <laughs> Yeah, I give major props to the the effects artist oh, on, yeah. on that scene, uh, Lo Espinoza. She's amazing. Yeah, she did the fingers. She did the the cast scene for the actor's uh, head and then face. Yeah. So she did the arm. Nice. And the and the fake head, mm-hmm. and she helped us with the the shoot as well. So she was controlling a lot of the blood, and then just random factoid: when the foot, when Kansas's foot stomps the head, that's Lo's foot because she yeah. was there helping us shoot it. So that's awesome. There. Love it. What did you use for for uh, blood? Was it pig's blood, like in Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> no, this blood is definitely just fake Stage, blood. Yeah. We made some of our own blood, like with the caro syrup and, and yeah, chocolate and the and syrup and the red food coloring, just to if we needed any blood in someone's mouth. But for that particular scene, we just used stage blood. And Amazing! And what a way to end the movie. <laughs> yeah yeah that I was something it. you know that we had envisioned for the end that's why it had to be like so good and so you know over satisfying the over the yeah. top that we shot that like a few months after the principal um shooting of the movie like that was shot like in april yeah. of 2023 i yeah. want to say yeah so right almost like two months before we had our our, our premiere the three months before the premiere yeah cool i love thing. it um so i want to talk about the cast now and like our favorite characters Um we've touched on a few already we've we spoke about drew marvick um but my favorite character in this has to be candy like hands down <laughs> like jessa flux was just hilarious in this like yeah she did fantastic she really understood the assignment like yeah. she got the character perfectly the way she played it was perfect. Like even down to the delivery of the lines, they're just so good. Yeah, I just, I just love Jessa so much. Like she's my new ultimate crush obsession. Like I first <laughs> saw her in Debbie Does Demons, and I was like, oh my god, who is this? Like they're stunning and hilarious, and she absolutely nailed the part in that. And then I saw her in this, and then Triple Xmas, and again just killed it every time. But Candy, what a character! Like definitely the best for me. Um. Paul, did you write her with Jessa in mind, or actually, no? Uh, when I wrote this, the the character, I had a different actress in mind, and that was just someone that that you know could possibly play them. Jessa came later. I, I wasn't aware of her when I wrote the movie. Uh, I became aware of her through um, Donald Farmer's movie. I think it was. Um, I don't think it was Debbie Does Demons. I think it came out later. I think it was. Uh, it was a remake of an Hooker old movie he did. Cannibal Hookers? I think she did Cannibal Yes, that's, that's it, the... yeah, because he redid I, it with her, right? Yeah, 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 she did redid it with Donald Farmer. So I became aware of that one. I thought, oh, yeah, I think she would do pretty good. You know, I didn't know anything about her comedic um, skills, but I thought she had the right look. And it seemed like she was kind of making her rounds in the indie film world. 
Um, so I just, yeah, sent her a DM and asked her if she want to look at the script and she liked it. And, um, you know, she was more perfect than we even imagined oh my gosh. because yeah. you know, was, uh, it was, it was like, uh, it was written for her. She was absolutely right. perfect for it. And she, she absolutely killed it. She's better than anything I could have imagined. Yeah. For that. Yeah. Right. And she's so funny in real life as well. Like she, uh, you would think she's just like very extroverted and in, in real life, but she's actually quite introverted and yeah. it's so funny. Uh, but she's so sweet and uh, generous, but she's, um, it's just funny to see her flip the switch and just go crazy, uh, over the top, mm -hmm. commit to these characters. No, she did so good. Yeah. Yeah. I started following Instagram and then um, she's doing some cons in America at the moment. And I commented saying, like, come to the UK, do a UK horror con. Mm -hmm. Hopefully she comes over here one day. Got to get a selfie with her. Um, yeah. But yeah, I can't wait to see her, what she does next. Um, another highlight in the cast for me is obviously Kansas Bowling as Phoebe. Like, she <laughs> yeah. was fantastic in this. Like, so funny, so unhinged. And she again, nailed the the perfect like christian girl so well too yeah. especially whenever she's like you guys shouldn't be watching that or you guys shouldn't be doing that <laughs> oh it's just so good and, like it was getting to the point too where i was like man is someone gonna kill her <laughs> like because you know I, mean? like, I was just like man i'm just so tired of those goody two shirts goody two shoes yep. but as like it went on i was like okay i can kind of see her going a little bit unhinged is she the killer <laughs> Yeah, she she just nails those dual roles. Like, and again, she completely understood the assignment. Like the acting, the line deliveries, all spot on. Oh, when she's on coke and she's doing the <laughs> stand. So oh my god, that scene! I was um, just like, that is hilarious. <laughs> I love that scene when she's like done the coke and she's like, Reagan would be okay with it. Yeah, Reagan's okay with it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Reagan doesn't care. Reagan doesn't care. <laughs> but she's like, what yes. about Nancy? <laughs> I think Nancy would be okay with it too. Yeah. Oh my god. She's Nancy's another one, you know, I didn't know how perfect she would be. Because you know, I didn't mm. know, you know, what kind of range she had. Um, and she was another one that I did not write it for her. Um, we actually had a different actress cast in the movie up until like two weeks before shooting, and then that oh. person had to drop out. So Kansas, we were just really lucky that we just caught her in a time where she had free time and that she was even interested in the movie. She said she read the script and she thought it was really funny. And we didn't know her. You know, we we'd never really talked before or ever. So she didn't know us. Um, she was totally coming in blind. I, I, you know, sent her some some trailers of the movies we'd made and stuff. But, you know, she was totally outside, an outsider, just like Jessa. And we're just so happy that they killed it in the movie, not only killed it in the movie and went above the honor expectations, but I can't, we can't imagine any other person in their roles yeah. at all. Oh, no, and, I couldn't either. Yeah, yeah. they were, they were, so they were perfect. Yeah. And then the, the cast and crew, like, loved them, too. So, you know, we want to work with them again. Like, as like, much as we can. <laughs> yeah, we, we constantly, I'm, we're talk, we talk to them all, all the time. Like, whenever there's, like, little accolades for Murder Size, like, creepy catalog put out this thing where like Jessa Flux is named as like one of the nine upcoming scream queens and because of her work in murder size and yeah. we we're just so honored you know and same with like you know creepy catalog again put murder size on as one of their top I don't know how many hundred movies of uh, 2023 is like number 52 or 53 or something and so we're just really 
really excited and we're really happy that people are seeing their work and they're recognizing them for for the movie for for murder size you know and yeah you know, it's just a little, little fun movie but you know it seems like um again like really nice remarks and we're uh, glad that they said yes because yeah. i'll bet when you read the script on paper without knowing us it sounds so unhinged you're like who wrote this what the hell is this project <laughs> yeah. so ridiculous like why would i want to do this but thankfully they both are like yeah it sounds funny it sounds interesting yeah and they took a chance on us and mm-hmm. just fully committed even on set when you're shooting something you don't know what it's going to look like so for them to give it a hundred percent more than hundred percent just like fully commit to it I mean, we were just so lucky to get yeah, them. Yeah, perfect. Seeing the final product, and they both just were just like, "Oh my gosh, this is movie is so crazy." <laughs> Going it's back crazy. to like uh, top movies of 2023, so Murder Size was my third favorite movie of 2023. After these rewatches tonight, I bumped it right up because I had um, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey at one. Then I actually had. Um, the the Kansas bowling film uh, the third Friday in in October oh no I did the other one not part five she was in part five right um, yeah yeah that was the f- uh, the first thing I saw her in I think um, and Christmas bloody Christmas she was in that too so yeah um you love that movie don't you Ash I do love that movie uh, but yeah movie. she she killed it in those movies and I was looking at her IMDb and apparently she's in the Tarantino film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she told us some great stories about working on that set yeah. uh, with Tarantino and Brad Pitt and stuff. So I was like, yeah. wow. Crazy. Hey, it's so crazy. I remember we're, me and Andrew in a theater and we saw the trailer to Once Upon a Time in, in um, Hollywood. And I remember she's in the trailer like for a little second. And I was like, hey, that's Kansas, that's Kansas. Bowling. <laughs> I know her. That's so cool. She's yeah, got such a she cool was... name too. Kansas Bowling. Let's just... That's got to be a stage name, right? Well, either way, it's just a name that you're not going to forget. <laughs> no it's not is it? no that's a real name that's, a real that's name. such awesome. a cool name <laughs> but yeah she was uh, one of charles manson's girls in that wasn't she along with uh danielle harris as well yeah 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 that, a lot of uh famous uh hollywood actresses were in that scene i think like ethan hawk numa thurman's daughter she was in that, maya she was in that scene too yeah, maya. Maya, yeah. Yeah, yeah i think she was there too yeah a lot of a lot of a lot of young actresses were there um, yes so I have a note too, Chris, um, that says I have to update my 2023 horror film list on Letterboxd yeah. to add this one in there. Because it made the top 10. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, Fantastic. Where's my phone? I don't even know Ooh. where my phone is, but I'll, uh, I just feel like I should just, I just want to knock some of the ones that I have like half star <laughs> on. Like, you know what? You don't even like count. <laughs> but yeah, no, It'll be fine. <laughs> but you guys definitely have made it onto that. And I was just like, dang it. I wish I would have watched this last year. I mean, I know it's only like two weeks ago, but. <laughs> but um, Kansas Bowling as well. I was looking on IMDb. She's also in Death Rider in the House of Vampires, which is a Western vampire horror written and directed by Glenn Danzig. That sounds so yeah. Awesome. I have to I have to see that being a huge Misfits fan. I'm just a huge vampire and cowboy fan. That's awesome. Yeah, apparently it's it's not too great. Glenn Danzig, I don't know about his films, but his music, fantastic. Uh, hell yeah. Uh another character that I really liked in this um was Nikki. I thought she was mm-hmm. great. You know, yeah. she saves saves Phoebe. I was so sad when she got killed. I wanted her to, to survive. Um, would have liked to have seen more of her. Her makeup yeah. was mwah. 
beautiful. Yeah, I loved, loved her it makeup. So much. She was gorgeous. Her hair, was... her haircut, and her makeup together were just like I was like, ah, oh, that that's a great combination. Totally. <laughs> I was obsessed with her. She I was also great liked the wrestler. Acting scared as well. Those big eyes acting all scared gave me oh, like yeah. Lauren Levera vibes. <laughs> oh yeah, she does. She has, she has giallo, big... giallo eyes for so sure. Mm-hmm. She her own hair and makeup. She is uh, on the side a makeup artist, so she could do hair as well. So she was helping out with the rest of the cast. Definitely tell. <laughs> I was just like, I love it so much. Yeah. I like the wrestler's outfit too. The uh, the like oh, yeah. white and. <laughs> Like, oh, she was great. Her, the scene where she is getting killed and her arm, like, <laughs> broken, like, yeah. was just like, <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? Did, like, was she, like, contorting her own arm? Because that looked real. She's double jointed. Yeah. I oh, thought so. I was yeah. wondering because I was just like, that looked way too real. For yeah. Me. <laughs> that was not that's a fake awesome. arm. Yeah. No. That's really... Yeah. She's like, oh, can you guys use this? And we're like, oh my God, we need yeah. to do that. Use that somewhere. <laughs> that was a great kill too. Just take the chair and just like, yeah. oh, that. Oof, it was that like kill. a wrestling kill as well with the chair. It yeah. Cool. It was great. I loved it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. That's so Another character least... I liked oh, was um was Gino. Uh, I just really liked his reactions and his one-liners. <laughs> They're just so funny and perfectly delivered. Just so he good. did do such a good job, especially whenever he would come out and he'd see another dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Jump! What did he say? Jump in Jesus Christ! So I can't Something like that. <laughs> so funny. Um, right. So one thing I want to talk to you about is the fact that you got the prestigious 80s porn star Ginger Lynn to feature in your movie. Oh, so, so beautiful too. How did that come about? Like, I, I watched uh, the trailer. Um, you've done a little mini doc on her, right? Um, yeah. Where she's, she's got, does she have your action figure of her, Paul? She doesn't have, uh, I have her action figure, but she doesn't have mine. Oh, right, because she said that the thong <laughs> broke and it was your fault or something. So tell me the story behind that and how you got her involved with the movie like did you write the part with her in mind yeah we definitely wrote the part for her for her because she's yeah. been our friend for a few years now since like 2016 when we yeah. shot with her the first time yeah so what was that like eight years yeah. i don't know i can't do math yeah but, <laughs> we met her just by fluke kind of not by fluke but for streets of vengeance a feature film we did back several years ago um we were that movie is based in the adult film world and um, we wanted to give it legitimacy and we tried to get real adult film or sex workers involved with the project. And uh, we reached out to Ginger cause we we're like, she would never say yes. But I mean, we, at that point we were like so independent, nobody knew who we were. So we felt like we had like nothing to lose. So we're yeah. like, we'll just email and, everybody like just to see who says yes yep and so she had an email uh address on her information so we just emailed her and she responded and she's like yeah let's get on a phone call and for some reason she agreed to do our movie and we were like oh my god i can't believe she said yes do you think she'll really show up right yeah (laughs) so she did we picked her up in san francisco um the hotel is right near the airport we shot our scene we took the actors the actors out there shot for the night uh the next day we shot a quick thing she went flew back home and uh she liked working with us and we loved working with her we just hit it off right away i don't know we just had like a real natural chemistry with her and she became a really good friend of ours so when we made our next film slash party we wanted to bring her back in some capacity and she's like yeah why don't you guys come 
you know, we can talk about the movie. I'll help you promote it. So we went to Vegas where she lives. We stayed with her, at her house and she did, we did videos with her and she was in that project. So naturally we wanted to write her into murder size some in some way. And she's like, you guys already know, I'll do it. So we're just like, what the heck? How did yeah. we get so lucky? But she's so sweet. Like, She's amazing. She's a living legend. Yes. But she's also like, we're honored to be like her friend. Like we like, she loves, you know, sometimes I'll just get random phone calls from her early in the morning. She likes to wake up early, like at six in the morning or something. And just, she'll just check in and just talk and be like, oh yeah, we're working on this. I'm working on that. You know, just give me updates yeah. and stuff. And you, you can't be mad with a 6am wake up call from Ginger no then. No, <laughs> no, it's no. a great start. A great start way to start your day. Yes. <laughs> Thoughtful. She has brought like little gifts to the cast um, for for this movie. She was handing out like her um, oh, vintage yeah. Ginger Lynn club. So she, she had a club. fan club back in the eighties, and she had like cards left over, and she brought that? one That's for every awesome. for the cast. That's so cool. <laughs> so cool. She was a great. She was so great, and like I just loved how aggressive she was <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's so it's so crazy like that's like the first sexy scene or sexy character she's had in a while because after we started doing like horror movies with her she's been cast as like a psychopath like in the rob zombie movies and then like in subsequent movies she's always like this crazy hillbilly or whatever so in this one she's like oh i like it i get to be like a sexy boss you know i was like <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like the first like i think nude scene she has done in like in a long time so it was yeah. a real honor to have her in this kind of a role and a sexy role. And yeah, she, she had Very. so much fun and we're, you know, she had fun with our actor, actor Luis, you know, that was working with her in, in that scene. And it was just a great time. And to... again, stories galore the, about how she used to date Charlie Sheen and how Sean Penn gave her a tattoo. And uh -huh. all crazy oh, I would love to know all those crazy stories. Uh, yeah, awesome. yeah. All the porn set stories, crazy. Dude, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I love the fact that she made 69 movies and then retired. It's, like, <laughs> it's so poetic. I love it. And now, and now she gets blankets and she made us a blanket a few years ago. Yeah. She was fitting blankets on the set of Slash Art Party. So, so it's, it's really That's crazy. awesome. Yeah. What a sweet lady. That's so yeah. cool. So I've, I've got a few questions about how you uh, made Murder Size. So, how did you come out with uh, the idea, Paul, of Murder Size? Like you, you mentioned it earlier, you sort of had a, a like a fake movie and another movie to do with that. Yeah, I mean, I am a fan of uh, like subgenres within like you know big genre movies, like uh, horror movies or slasher movies or crime movies, whatever. And I, I, I'm a big fan of the small, tiny subgenre of workout horror movies there's really only like two or three uh killer workout uh or sometimes it's known as known as a robicide and then death spa and they're both from the 80s and uh you know they're, they're really great they're really great movies um i have them on vhs and uh, and blu-ray um and you know i think you know i think there's like murder rock it's like an italian movie and then you know um and then i'm also just a fan of like just aerobic style uh, videos there's a video in uh, friday the 13th part four uh, i don't know if you remember like one of the paramedics he's watching like an aerobics video and this is like one yes. of the soft horror video yeah and he's yeah. the one that gets his neck cut with the hacksaw mm -hmm. and then turned around 
I always wanted to know what the hell is that guy watching? Is that a real thing? Like when I was younger. <laughs> and then later on, I found out, yeah, it's a real thing called aerobicize. And it was, you know, made by these, by this production company in LA where just be girls, you know, doing squats and splits and, you know, gyrating their hips to music for like an hour straight. And, you know, it's supposed to be like, oh, this is for working out, but this is for guys to watch, basically. <laughs> and that's exactly what Gino says. Oh, they don't care about the exercises. They just don't <laughs> So that's what they're. I was thought, oh, that'd be kind of funny if someone was making a video like that to capitalize on the fitness craze of the 80s, mm. just a real sleazy video like that, and then you know, combine it with the slasher movie like Killer Workout. Because then the Killer Workout and Death Spa, like those are like gym, more like gym horror movies where like people are at the gym and killing starts happening. So I was like, well, let's just change it to like a studio or, or a set. So that's kind of the genesis of murder size and then it just came down to me kind of writing like characters and um trying to write like a an arc so i was kind of like inspired by like sleepaway camp 2 um mm. other movies like that um and then it just kind of took off from there and i really wanted to write this script quickly because i had written two other scripts that kind of took a, a long time like a few years and i didn't want to spend that much time on this one so i just kind of let it rip like in a couple of months and then I showed Angie, and I was like, hey, I think this would be a really good movie to make pretty quickly, um, fast, cheap. Uh, actually ended up being our most successful movie uh, in our campaign. We raised the most money for this movie <laughs> than we did for any other movie that we've done. Yeah. And that's just thanks to, I think, just our our promo videos and stuff that we did. We didn't really we didn't anticipate it to be this uh, popular, I guess. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, that there's actually following on to my next question. So like the reaction to this movie has been really cool. Like it's found a cult following online. Were you expecting it to take off as much as it did? Not no. at all. Not, <laughs> Not at all. all. I mean, I was so taken aback, like I said, just by the campaign, like the how much money we raised. It's like I don't know how many times more than we raised for our last movie, but for Slasher Party, I think we had raised like eight thousand dollars or something seven, like that. Seven or eight. Seven and then for this one, I thought maybe we'd raise 10, you know? Hoping. Yeah, I thought that'd be a nice, you know, a nice goal. And then it got to 10, and then 15, and then 20, and then 25. And I was like, holy shit. We started crapping our pants. So yeah. Like, <laughs> we'll hear about this movie. But I think the, just the genre of it, mm -hmm. the name, I guess it was, had something mm -hmm. catchy about it. Uh, just immediately people who are fans of the 80s and that, style of movie just immediately were like i just from the title i get it i want mm -hmm. it please make mm -hmm. it yeah <laughs> and it got the aerobics you know we, and we did shoot a promo video uh, at the very beginning with yeah. nina victoria and crystal and i think that really helped out a lot so yeah. people can get the vibe like angie shopped for the, all those that wardrobe before we started shooting the movie uh for for those three and then that really helped a lot. yes exactly uh, amazing so yeah. good <laughs> so what if you can narrow it down like what was your favorite thing about shooting murder size oh my gosh for it for me it's always uh getting to hang out with the people because we have so many inside jokes that you you start telling on set and silly things that we all start saying and uh again we got so lucky that everybody knew that we met the people that we worked with previously we already knew they were cool and fun um but the new people uh jessa in kansas i mean we just got so lucky that they're so cool so uh we just all were laughing so much 
on set and uh, everybody liked to support each other and watch each other shoot each other's death scenes or everybody wanted to be in the room and Jessa and Drew were letting it rip on that like the tits scene. <laughs> How did they not all just fucking just die of laughter? I, know. <laughs> I would have just been like, I gotta, I gotta leave the room, guys. I'm laughing exactly. too much. I had to look away a few times. We, yes, we had to look away because I'm gonna lose it if I make eye contact with them. I'm gonna lose it. Oh my god, Carlos laughing too. Yeah, camera guy, yeah. yeah. So it was. It's that kind of stuff. Just being on set and making the memories with the cast and us just laughing our asses off about the stupid. Mm. That sounds so awesome. You can really tell that everyone was having a blast making that movie. It really shows in It in really does. And I noticed that even before, like, you know, not even knowing who you guys were, but I was just like, it, I could see that it looked like it was fun. So <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, if you watch, like, our behind the scenes on the Blu-ray, you'll see the girls, they're, like, in between takes. They're, like, doing TikTok videos, and they're dancing around, making little, you know, social media videos, reels. Now I'm going to have to go find all of their TikToks. Yeah, yeah I, go I just, follow them all. <laughs> yeah, I just collected them and then just put them in this documentary, and you can just see, you know, that's one of the things, you know, of course I like, you know, being on set, like Angie said, and, like, all the fun, everyone's laughing and talking, but, you know, we're like so busy that we have to like keep everything on task and schedule. So that can be a little, you know, stressful or whatever. So I do love that. And it's great. And I love that everyone's having a great time. I guess I'll jump to the end when it's all said and done and we have the premiere and everyone's so excited to see it because they haven't seen anything yet. And everyone's uh, running into each other again because they haven't seen each other in a long time. And then we're watching the movie and everyone's laughing and screaming. Yeah. Like that is a feeling. That's amazing. That's the feeling like every filmmaker wants. Mm. Yeah, when they get to see it the first time with like their friends and family and like other, you know, oh, other that sounds audience so great. members, and you can hear them laughing and hear them cheering, and with, like you said, when the music comes up, and then just for everyone to have like such a good time and be like, oh my god, I didn't know it was gonna be that funny, or you know, something like you know, they're just like surprised how how good it is because you know a lot of them don't get to see everything. There are a lot of people that weren't there for like, you know, for example, the the tits scene, you know, so they had no idea that was <laughs> they didn't get to see that, or they had no idea what Ginger was doing because some of them weren't on that set. You and know? nobody knew that the that Drew's uh, yes. aerobic scene was in there. We had that. We kept that. Oh God, oh that's so great. <laughs> like, like we're not gonna tell nobody. We're just gonna wait until the movie comes out, and then Drew comes out in his leotard, <laughs> fixing his crotch and doing the splits. You know, Amazing. Chris. Chris, that movie would be something really fun um, when you come here for us to like rent a movie theater and play it on the big screen so you can experience that. Yes, that would be amazing. I'd love it. Ash, do you have any questions to ask? Sorry, I've just kind of hijacked this episode. Oh, no, you've kind of gone over the questions that I had already, really. Um, I just, you know me, I was just so obsessed with all the beautiful people the whole time. I was like... I can't watch this. Everybody's just cast. too pretty. I just, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, but I just, yeah, you've, you pretty much asked everything. I just, I like to know the behind it. And I just love the fact that you guys, you can tell in your voices too, just how in love you are with horror and eighties and just slashers and all that stuff. And it just sounds like a really good time. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is so much fun. And then just the team we had is just, you know, we're just so grateful for. Like, you know, you can be on some really bad sets sometime and some people might bring down the set, but this yeah. one was like amazing. So great. 
I mean, not our sets, but we've been, right. you know, in film school, yeah, been on film other school. people's sets, and you're just like, oh my god, this is a nightmare. <laughs> oh yeah, and I mean, I've heard, you know, even with popular movies, like 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 super you know box office huge hits like people are saying that the you know atmosphere on set was just awful you know like don't worry darling where like everybody was just mad at each other the whole time (laughs) while they're filming so we've been so fortunate that we've not had that situation um in in our years i think we because we're so independent we put a lot of uh, work into trying to feel people out before we start working together to make sure, you know, things are going to be smooth because we don't have mm-hmm. the money and luxury to, like, continue working with <laughs> jerks and making the hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No one's I feel in the like... union either, right? <laughs> that helps. <laughs> I also feel like the horror community, like, the very, like, cult, you know, um, just you know, people like me and Chris and stuff like that, everybody in the horror community just, for the most part, you do have the snobs, but are really nice and yeah. just like very supportive yeah. and like just love horror for the sake of it being horror. Um, yeah. Like I said, there are the snobs out there, but <laughs> or, yeah, it's all, it's like all coming right. from a, a place of love. And you know, that's, that's what it's like with this community, isn't it? Yeah. We couldn't do this without them, okay, without that, anybody. This has been the most surprising thing because like I was saying in the beginning, I knew nothing about horror and I'm not going to pretend to know anything now, but I was kind of nervous about getting involved in making horror slasher films because I was like, if people find out that I don't know anything about this, they're going to think I'm some phony, <laughs> like, fraud wannabe. But it's been this complete opposite. Everybody has been so nice and embracing, and everyone immediately is like, oh, my God, I need to make you a list of movies you mm-hmm. need to watch. And they're just so nice. I'm like, what the heck? I thought you guys were scary. And you are going to, like, <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like... <laughs> like the the metal community that sometimes I like when I go to metal shows and stuff like that I feel like people in the metal community are a lot like the people in the horror community and they're just so nice and accepting and like I always feel so safe at metal shows and stuff like that and it's just really funny because people have these perce- um they perceive yeah. goths and people who are into horror or whatever as like bad people for some reason right. like right and it's just like- really weird so you must be a bad person. Exactly. You. Oh man, you like to watch people get their head chopped off. You must be a bad person. No, it's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's just for fun. Yeah. The thing is, as well about like indie horrors, especially, is like no one's making those movies like to make money specifically. Like they're making it because they love to do it. You know, like some of my favorite movies that came out last year, like your guys's movie, Third Saturday in October. You know, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Uh, there was a British one called Nightmare on 34th Street as well. Obviously, Triple Xmas. You know, all of these movies that you can tell they're just being made because people love to do it. And they're just, they have that passion behind it. And it just shows. It comes out and it's just a good time, you know. Yeah, not... that's exactly, exactly it. They're, they're, they're passion projects. They're love letters. They're homages. They're, you know, we're pulling back from like our fondest memories to make these movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they did. It's like it's like almost writing like a love letter to your inner child kind yeah. of thing where you're just like this is what I really wanted in life and here I have it. So that's so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, that leads that leads me on to my final thoughts on this movie because this movie is a perfect love letter, ode, parody, satire, whatever you want to call it, to 80s B movie exploitation slashes and it's just so good 
I just love it so much. It's a wild, silly, funny ride with hot women, blood and gore. What more could you want, really? Some of the hottest women I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I recommend this movie to anyone who's a fan of those types of movies. Anyone who wants to have a good time, get your mates over, get drunk, get stoned. It is very much a uh, fun time. Hang out with your friend. Yeah. Um, Throw murder size on. Yeah. You'll have a blast. You can rent it or buy it on Amazon in the UK, or you can stream it for free on Tubi in America. You won't regret it. No, it's you won't. Cause just under an hour and a half as well, which is the perfect movie length, in my opinion. <laughs> it's just perfect. Um, Ash, what are your final thoughts on Murder Final Side? thoughts are I'm very happy that I had homeschool homework yes. <laughs> to do, and I got to watch it, and I'm really happy, like, I said before, like me and Chris don't always get along about these kind of movies. You like, wouldn't have these... watched this if it wasn't for this I, episode. You... That's not true because I do go on Tubi a lot and I will watch like weird movies on, t- like I said, they have some really good horror films that I've never watched before on Tubi. So there could have been a possibility. I could have just been like, oh, this movie looks good one day. But I'm very happy that I got to watch it and I love it. And I just changed my letterbox rating. So I'll post I'm that very- later. <laughs> I'm very happy that you love it. Um, but we should wrap it up for this episode, I think, unless anyone wants to add anything more. Well, we dedicate this movie to all our 80s fellow babies, the 90s kids, the 70s people who also came up in the 80s. Anybody can enjoy it, but people from those decades in particular will probably remember these types of movies in particular and have a place in their heart for it. So this movie is for all of you. Yes, and we couldn't do this without, you know, people like you guys who have a love for these movies just as we do. Um, to hear that you guys had such a great time watching it and laughing is like, like I said, the greatest compliment we could get. So that's like music to our ears. So we're very, very humbled and very honored to hear that it passed your guys' test. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for, for real you know because yeah. there's so many movies out there that you could have watched anything else in the world you know there's so, so many movies in my queue you know i totally understand that so uh the fact that anyone even you know takes a chance or takes a time to watch a movie is you know such a gift and we're just blessed and, and they gave it a rewatch yeah rewatches that's what i'm saying that's, that's like uh, the greatest compliment it, man. it didn't so, just pass the test for me like this made my <laughs> One of my top movies of last year. You know, I mean, I watched over 300 movies last year, and oh my god, this was really Jesus this Christ! Was by far, by far, one oh. of the best. Man, we're uh, so grateful, man. I mean, so I'm, the thing is, I'm a huge Scream fan, right? And the mm. Scream movie didn't even make my top ten. Murder Size is number three, so. Uh, um, I have, I think, I have this uh, one rated above Scream too, and I Scream is my absolute favorite horror film. Wow, not not Scream Six, obviously, Wait. but. <laughs> Um, yeah fantastic wow. job guys thank so thank, thank, thank you, you for so bringing much. murder size into the world um, yeah, thank you thank you for getting it yeah taking a chance checking it out yeah <laughs> uh so next episode for us uh, i'm not quite sure yet ash has an idea but again it all depends on whether the pieces fall into place like they did with this episode so stay tuned follow our socials and you'll be in the loop for when it drops uh, we want to give a shout out to our wonderful Patreon supporters, Field Mouse, Ryan, Wade, Ash, Francesco, Oliver, Nicole, Alive Donut, and Vincent. Thank you so very much, guys. We love you all. Love you. 
And with your constant support, the fund is growing for my plane ticket to Texas. So I can finally meet Ash in person after oh, a Oh, yeah, we've decade. never met in person. We only know each other via online. Long story short, we love, we were just chit chatting about horror films one day, and he was like, really wish we could just talk about it and i was like and he was like why don't we start a podcast so this is all chris but yeah, we, yeah. we've never met each other it's it's, it's kind of well, weird but it's all right <laughs> yeah i mean we started this podcast like two and a half years ago now but we've been friends for like over a decade online but wow. we're gonna make this happen this year we're gonna be together in person so ashley you're in texas yep 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 okay. yep we need to go to texas yeah you got family come come to texas yes come um i can tell you guys where i'm located off of <laughs> the recording sure. but yeah um <clears throat> i can't even say the name of where you live it's like a tongue twister it's spelled weird <laughs> anyway <laughs> it is weird <laughs> um but yeah as for the the patreon stuff thank you for your support guys and um, we hope you're enjoying all the bonus content uh hopefully we'll have some murder size content up on there for you soon um i've managed to chat with um one of the cast members uh, and i think i'm going to try and get another one you know the, the girl with the the eyeshadow and the the cool hair and that um oh, she, cool. she followed me back so i'm going to try and see if i can slide into her dms and get her on the pod um but yeah if you like this episode hopefully we'll have some more murder size stuff for you on the patreon so go head over there support the pod and enjoy all of our like, bonus content on there um Angelica and Paul, thank you again so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much. It's thank been you. an thank you for honor. Having us. Blast. So much fun talking to you both. And thank you again for bringing Murder Size into the world. Where can everyone find you online? Plug away. We're mostly uh, on Instagram, A underscore P underscore films. Uh, I'm also on Facebook, Paul Ragsdale. You can just hit me up, bug me, talk about horror movies, whatever, wherever you want. Uh, we're also on Etsy as well, uh, A&P Films, if you want to order any of our movies, like our Blu-rays, DVDs. Uh, if you want to just check us out on streaming, um, we have four movies on Tubi, Cinco de Mayo, Streets of Vengeance, Celestial Party, and Murder Size. Fantastic. Oh, you guys make really good stoner films, by the way. These are great, great stoner films. <laughs> Noted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. Party, party movies. Oh, yes. yes. Party hats. Yeah, party <laughs> uh, as for us, as always, you can find all of our links at horrorhomeschool.com, links to all the platforms where you can listen to the show, our merch, Patreon, and the socials. Personal social media stuff, you can follow me on Instagram at Chris J. Wakefield. And me, underscore Baberham Lincoln, underscore. <gasps> we will be. <laughs> we will be back soon with another episode and remember horror movies make me horny <laughs> <laughs> yeah they do <laughs>